our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Everybody, this is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. This is a show where I do explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted them. Now, each week I do have a guest, as you guys know. This week it is Miss Tawny Lewis. You are going to love Miss Tawny. She's a paranormal investigator out of California. She's also a fellow master teacher. She's just this truly, truly amazing woman. You are going to love her. You are going to love her. Um, and she's just got so much information to share and oh, so much great stuff that she does. Um, so I was very honored when she said yes. I was very, very honored. Now, I'm just taking a moment here to um, share this in a few different places because you know what? I was just lazy beforehand and I apologize. But we're trying to, we're, we're like changing a few things up and, you know, I, I got to do it right away. Or if I don't, guess what? doesn't get shared. So, um, and I have a lot of people that come in and say, oh my gosh, I couldn't find you. So this is my way of saying, here you go. Here you go. Okay. Now I do want to let you guys know next month, and this is a month away, but we have got a surprise guest for you guys. Surprise people, because I am not going to be here. I'm going to be in Tampa, Florida um, <clears throat> with Lisa Williams doing a, um, she has got uh if I can think about it, she's got an event going on and I am there to help and support and do whatever else I possibly can for her. Um, along with other fellow master teachers and just so many amazing people are coming to learn and to explore. And that's where I'm going to be. So with that being said, if you remember Terry and Danny, Terry Fleck and Danny Lucemore, um, they were doing the show a couple months ago for me. Everybody seemed to really love them. So I thought, why not just ask them to come back in again? Because, hey, what better way than to, to get them to do their own show than to have them keep coming and hosting mine? So um, that is going to be next month, okay? So I think I've got this and all the varied spots that I needed to put it. Now this week, you know what? I have got a million thoughts in my head for conversations. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, Todd didn't even know I was doing it. Hey, Kevin, good morning. So this morning I have a lot of different thoughts in my head for things to talk about, okay? And I will tell you what, they're all jumbled up in there. And I don't know if I'm coming or going with those thoughts. So I just thought, let's pull a card. Um, now I'm going to tell you, you, see this wonderful light over here? It is the sun. Yes, the sun is out. I'm in Wisconsin. The sun is out. This is a rarity these days just because we've had that good old Wisconsin fall winter coming. Um, and I'm trying to block it. So as it got, it looks like I didn't sleep at all last night, but I did. Trust me, I did. Um, 
but as sun moves, it might get in my eyes again. I'm doing all I can to block it. So if I get blurred for all those that are watching on Facebook and or YouTube and Twitch, I do apologize. If you see me squinting, it's because of that. Um, we'll get used to it. The sun does come out here. So um, let's pull a card and see see what we're going to talk. See what rambled thought in my mind, spirit saying, let's listen to. Let's talk about, let's listen to. Okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. Oh my God. What is that card? Oh my God. That's different. Look at the back of this. So much going on in that. So much going on in that. So remember, these are the wordy cards. These are the cards that are like, put everything in the book in the card, but it's a lot of good information. So this card says Mount Shasta. Aware Lumera would be destroyed. It's people travel to other parts of the globe. Mount Shasta was one place they journeyed there are tales of unusual phenomenon and multidimensional beings living inside the mountain. These, this card is about origins and the image is the seed crystal the deck is based around. Honor and look more deeply into your ancestry, both your bloodline and your etheric lineage. Do you have affinity with the star beings? Connecting with them may allow, sorry, tons of messages coming in. Connecting with them might allow your greater insight into your traits, your strengths, and challenges. The sacred places you feel attracted to may have an intuitive message for you. Wow, that's really kind of powerful. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty, I love that card. God, ugh, you know how I am about cards. I love all cards. I can't, I can't lie about that. But I do love that one because it kind of sums up a lot that's been in my head lately. Just a lot in my head. Um... And a lot of my head lately is not where I've been or what I'm doing. It's like, where am I going? But how do you figure that out? Unless, honestly, you kind of reach around, dig deep, and figure it out, isn't it? You know, we, we, tend to, we tend to sometimes just kind of wander aimlessly on this earth. And sometimes, I will tell you what, we all have that moment in life where we just go, light bells go off, and we need to go to different places. Our journey just kind of changes. And I think that's what this card is talking about. But I think within this card, it's not just, you know, I want something different. I want to go do something. This card, I really do believe, is talking more about, you know, finding where you feel you are meant to, to be. So where in this God-given God earth are you meant to be? You know, um, where do you feel a kinship to? Okay. Now, have you ever... And I mean, I and I mean this. I'm asking this in all sincerity. Have you ever gone someplace that you've never been and felt like, "Gosh, I'm home. This is where I belong. This is what I'm supposed to be doing in life." And um, I think that's what a lot of this is about today. Hold on. Sorry, guys, my nose. <clears throat> I think that's what this is about. <clears throat> Is where have you been? What where have you wanted to go? That type of stuff. <clears throat> so, for myself, I've had a few places. One is Scotland. God, hands down, I'm in love with Scotland. Um, and it's not even, it's not even where it's at or anything like that. And it's not even that I've spent a lot of time there because I've only ever spent. I think it was a week there. That was it. Not a whole lot of time. <clears throat> but when I got there, I was like, I'm home. Gosh, I'm home. Wow. Incredible. You know, never been there. You know, and anybody that knows me knows that I'm geographically like an underachiever. You know, um, I don't do well with that type of stuff. 
And from I, I didn't understand where it was. I, I didn't understand anything about it. I knew it was close to Ireland. And other than that, yeah, didn't, didn't have a clue. And I felt very drawn to that. Now, another place that I have been that I just go, holy cow, holy cow, this is my place. Now, I will not say it's my people, but it's my place. Is I, I like to go over to that New England area, Rhode Island, um, Newport type place over in that area um, with those old, old, old um, homes that are just huge. They're big, they're boxy. Oh, hold on, guys. What do you need, baby? I need paper. You need paper? Okay. Let's get you some paper. Oh, let's get it off on this side. Does mommy know you're doing this? Okay, just two pieces. There you go. Sorry, guys. Um, but it's another place that I go where I go, wow, this is really, this is my place. To me, it's just, um, I drive by, I drive down the streets or I walk down the streets and I almost feel like I have permission to walk into a few of those homes as if they were mine many, 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 many years ago. And I, I don't know, maybe they were, maybe they weren't, maybe it's just a feeling, I don't know. But even that architecture, I'm so drawn to. Now, so many people are, you know, are drawn, you know, we all, we all have a drawing to something, you know, some people like, you know, much more modern things, some people like different, you know, time periods. I really, really love those old... I, I feel very drawn to those old and time periods. Um, I feel very, very drawn to that structure. I do apologize, guys. Um, good morning, Miss Andrea. Um, oh, you have. It's okay. You're here. I, you can always watch this in the replay. But for myself, I will tell you my ideal house. And it is so funny because I've struggled with this over my life. I always thought I had two different type of ideal houses, and I didn't know how to make them work. Because for myself, I'm so drawn to the log cabin. The log cabin, that cozy feel. Now, not these modern cabins. I'm talking about the older ones with the full log and the, um, is it shanking or whatever it is in between the, the logs, um, but a great big hearth. Okay, that warms the cabin. The other thing I'm drawn to is very old Victorian homes. Very old Victorian homes. Tall ceilings. Um, again, big hearths, big fireplaces, uh, the old type of stove in the, in, in the kitchen, um, that type. And I thought, why am I so drawn to both? What, what is it about me? And, you know, I am 50 years old, 51 years old, and I've never bought a home. And it's honestly because I never could figure out which one I could live in happily for the rest of my life. And I knew a ranch wasn't going to work. None of that was going to work. So about, and it's been about 10 years ago now, I had the opportunity to take a walk through Salem. And it was just a beginning season. And I mean, beginning season, like spring, not, not October, but spring. And I'm not a tour type person, but I decided to jump on some of those tours. Why? Because I literally was like the only person. Oh, Maria, you too, huh? Yeah, they're gorgeous, aren't they? And I found my place. I found the perfect for me. And I was stunned that it brought both 
aspects together, both. It took that cabin warm, loving, open, exposed wood feel and that great big touring feel and put it together. And I was like, wow, this is really my place. Now, if you had some brick, hoot toot, there you go, Kevin. I'm a big log cabin for you. Yeah, exactly. But I found that if I mix those two styles, that's really what I'm drawn to. And it makes me feel as if if I go into a past life, I bet you I have a few lives in that time period. Whether it be in, um, share it with your brother. Whether it be in um, America or maybe England or someplace else, that's that's my safety. That's my feeling. That's my that's where I feel the best at. Okay. Now I could probably go through family lineage and go back, and I have quite honestly. There's no more. Go get some from your sissy. I could go back through family lineage, and it's something I've done. I've gone back through it, and and lo and behold, my lineage goes back strictly Wisconsin guys. Like my family were some of the first settlers here before it became a state, but it goes back to Massachusetts. It goes back to my, some of my family signed Boston in. Um, I family that lived in Salem. I have a ton of family that, you know, my lineage is Scotland and Ireland and Wales and um, the upper, upper, I don't even know what they call it, German Peninsula or whatever it is of England, where it's kind of where, you know, just kind of bled into England a little bit, the Scotland and Norwegian, Iceland, that type of stuff. And I thought, God, that's that that makes so much sense to me that Scotland would be such a draw to me. It also made sense why that New England home that's in America, I'm drawn to. I probably had a lot of lifetimes there. So what am I going to do with that information now? I mean, really, how does it help me now? How, how does that help me to explore things that might be going on in my life now? And to go deeper. Well, I can tell you one thing is through hypnosis, I found that I I literally in most of my lifetimes ran to Scotland or Wales. I don't know why. I just did. It's my it, it my soul says that's my safety place. My soul says this is where I need to go. Like I told you guys, the sun was gonna change throughout the day. Um, and my soul says that's where I need to be for safety. That's my comfort. That's where I feel um, the best. Now, this lifetime, I've chosen not to run. This time, time I've said, no, although, obviously, I even know in this time that this is where I like to go to. This is where I like to run. This is what I feel safe with. here okay last piece even though this is what i feel safe with him this lifetime i decided to not run i decided not to escape i decided that in this lifetime i was going to fight through the demons whatever those demons might be i decided that in this lifetime no matter how scary it was I was not going to run to my safety, my safety net. But does that mean I can't create my safety net where I'm at? I can. I can. 
I know now that by me creating a home that comes with a lot of parts of the lineage, my lineage, I create that around me. And if you could see this room that I'm in, I mean, you only get to see a small corner of it. You would be blown away because somebody allowed me to have some artistic opinion in this room. And it's got the old red, huge fireplace. I mean, I got the back end of it, so it's not the it's not the whole hole where I put the fire, but I got the back end of the fireplace. And it's that exposed brick. And then got this tall ceiling with this very old 100 plus year old beam up in the ceiling. Tall ceilings, old lights. Um, it's just very old, old, old ceiling. And I'm blown away every time I sit in this room and I feel safe. I, I feel at home. I feel at peace. And that gave me a lot of thought to go, wait a second. This is something that is real. This is real. We don't have to run, guys, someplace else to feel safe. We don't have to run someplace else to get away. We have to create that boundary within ourselves. We have to go deep within ourselves. Now, some of you these days might be exploring some of that. Some of you might be looking through a little deeper, a little bit. You might be feeling a little bit off, a little bit, um, I don't know, helter-skelter within your life. I, I don't know the correct terms for it. But literally going deeper within ourselves, deeper within ourselves to push through that, to, to find what a safe boundary is for ourselves. And to find that home for ourselves, that place that's within ourselves, which is huge, isn't it? It's huge. It's a whole different level of healing. It's a whole incredibly level, different level of healing. Because as we all know, we all go on that we all go on that journey. But I do believe this part of that journey is going even further in, going deeper to see where our safety net is, to see where that is, and to see where maybe the soul has felt very comfortable with that over the years. More paper. More paper. More paper. Only a little bit more. Okay. There you go. There's a little bit more. School day off. They're being creative. You can't argue about that. So have any of you ever thought about going into your ancestry to find that? Have any of you thought, I'm going to go into my ancestry. The other one's coming back, so we're going to get more paper. You want one or two? Okay, no more now. You got bunches. Bunches. So how many of you ever thought about, okay, you know, because so many of us, I mean, if you think about it, when we try to heal, I mean, you hear a lot of technical words and technical things from the whole spiritual community. They are adorable, aren't they, Kevin? Um, you guys don't get to see them that often because I try to keep them off screen. Believe me, I usually have a double locked door in the whole 10 yards, but you know, day off. Their mom's here, but why not let them in? I love that, Deidre. But how many of you on this healing journey, because if you're watching my show, you're on a healing journey. I mean, we all are, but if you if you ever watch my show, if you feel drawn to it, there's something about my show that says I'm healing in here. Um, there's something about it you're drawn to, whether it be the conversations or the guests or whatever, because really this is what this show is about. And I know we've all been on this journey of healing ourselves within this lifetime. But how many of you have come to the con conclusion that maybe you've brought things from other lifetimes in? 
your soul, your soul. You know, you know, I know I've talked about this before. I've talked this a long time, but our soul has been on a journey for eons, eons. And it has been so many places. It's had so many things. It's dealt with so much. And it's been incredible. It's been incredible. And in this lifetime, I do believe for a lot of us, because quite frankly, you know, we're not necessarily living in a time of war for ourselves. Is there war in the world? Gosh, there is. It's all over. And I think when we talk about war, I think we can talk on different levels, different types, different kinds, not just the big boom, you know, on World War II type of stuff. But I do believe in this lifetime, a lot of us are feeling maybe the struggles of other lifetimes. Going back within that, going back within and healing within this lifetime, healing all of that stuff. And sometimes I do believe some of the things that happen around us start to trigger, start to trigger those memories within the soul. And I do believe at that point, it's very valuable to take the ancestral route and to take your soul's route back to start to understand um, what it is you're going through, what it is you're trying to heal from, what you're trying to express from. It's always easy to run, guys. It's always reason. And now I'm not saying if you're, if you're, you know, you're not safe, don't run. But what I'm saying is if you're safe, Sometimes it's easier to deep in, dug, dug, dig in here and explore that. But then push it past further. Push it past to ancestral. You know, look at your forefathers. Because I will tell you what, not only has your soul had growth and your soul has gone through things lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. But if what people in the metaphysical world, and I'm doing my little quote quotes here. If what people say within the metaphysical world, that we are basically our own ancestors. I know. Weird concept, right? If we are our own ancestors, which means we run within soul tribes or soul families, which would mean that you will see your grandfather again if he's passed away. Why? Because maybe in the last lifetime you were brothers, or maybe the lifetime before that he was your husband. We just keep changing up the relationships. So, what if it, you go back? And you go back over some lifetimes and going through your lineage to look back, you find out that some of that things of you that you're most drawn to really are because you were there and it was within your own family concept that you were there. And then when you look throughout your family and you realize, wow, we're all struggling with the same stuff, maybe different levels, but the same stuff, which starts to say that, yeah, maybe maybe we are um that lineage maybe we are that lineage maybe maybe we are still exploring that maybe we are going a little deeper who knows i don't know i i these are questions that i won't have answered until i die i can explore them i can help heal them i can follow for myself what feels right and that's why i look deeper that's why i look into where my soul has been and to see if some of those issues that I might have had in the past, and I'm talking past within different lifetimes, are coming out in this lifetime. And that really gets kind of deep, doesn't it? It's so much easier to just heal 
okay, something that's happened in this lifetime. As much of a struggle as it might be, when you start to look at your, you're going in deeper, you're going into lineages, you're going into your soul's past, you're going into that journey and starting to heal that, you know, that cellular memory that your soul has brought with. It really starts to get deep. But I do believe we do this for growth of the soul. I do believe it's for the growth of the soul. I mean, so many of us are like, oh my God, I don't want to do it. Don't make me do this. I don't want to pay. Just let's leave it in the past and leave it there. I don't want to touch it. You can do that. You can. But I will also tell you that when we do that, when we do that, it comes back up again. It comes back up in different forms, different situations. Because I don't know about you. I know for myself, things that I've not healed from, some things I've not learned, come back up again. Come back over and over and over again. And I just go, oh, in my head, like, why am I doing this to myself? And then I have to stop and realize, oh, I skipped over that lesson. I didn't want, I didn't want to deal with that lesson. So I just skipped over to the next chapter. <clears throat> and of course, that next chapter is going to come back to me. Of which it happens all the time. <clears throat> and that's when we have to stop and we have to go, okay, where has this happened before? Now I'm going to give you an example of this because up until recently, I had, believe it or not me, I had a huge huge issue with being seen huge issue i did not want anybody i i did this publicly here i am yeah i've been doing this for over two years let's do this publicly but even though i was getting on a public platform and doing this and it was going out to all these places i went i don't want to be seen i don't know why but oh my god i have a fear i don't want to be ridiculed i don't want to be seen i don't want people to know i want to hide and this does not mean I wasn't screaming, I wasn't a medium, because I wasn't hiding who I was. I was just very selective in who I was telling. And I did a lot of hypnosis. And one of those, matter of fact, it was one of the last ones I did. I wanted to know why I had a fear of being seen. Why? Why do I have this fear? Why am I able to push past and do this, but it does not release my fear? And I was blown away when it took me back to get this England. I was a female. I had the same children, same names even, which was mind-boggling. And I was living in one of those old homes, those old-type Victorian homes that were like from New England, like at Cabin Field. And I didn't want anybody to know who I was. And when people found out, I was being basically stoned. And, of course, I ran. And I went, whoa, that's pretty huge. That's pretty huge. But it helped me to understand in this lifetime why I was running, why I, why I was hiding, why I didn't want anybody to know me. It helped me get over that fear. And it helped me to release me to be seen by many other people. So for this next week, I want you guys to think about what are those inner things that maybe come back, you know, that don't like to disappear. Is it this lifetime or maybe another one you have to go find it from? Look down that ancestral track and see what you find. Okay? So with that being said, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to bring in Miss Tawny. 
This is Yet Renee with School of Spirit on WLTKDB.com. I'll see you in a few. Welcome back to everybody. This is Jet here on School Through Spirit WLTK today. Today I have Miss Tawny Lewis with me. She's a paranormal researcher, a master teacher, an intuitive, and just an all-around amazing woman. Please welcome in Tawny. Hi, Hi Miss Tawny. Hello, how are you today? Wonderful. I love your smile. I can't do every time I see you, your smile just brightens my day. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you having me. I it's great. Oh, thank you. And you know what? You got up early for this, so I appreciate <laughs> it. It's raining. it's raining outside, but it's okay. It's still beautiful in, in uh, California, so. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I always feel so bad because I ask people from California, I'm like, but it's really, it's, I mean, it's early. It's mm -hmm. early. You know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. it's just, especially if you're a paranormal researcher, this is early. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's cool. I'm ready. I'm here. I've been very, very much looking forward to um, speaking with you, so. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So can you tell everybody a little bit about you, Tawny? Yeah, yeah. So I live in Los Angeles, California. I have been a paranormal investigator researcher for a little over 12 years now. I'm also a certified psychic medium. I'm also a certified master teacher, um, certified in Reiki. And um, yeah, it's, I just I kind of do all those things. And I do investigations because I love history. And I always make that very clear because there's a lot of investigators that have different intentions as to why they do the work. Mm -hmm. And I always joke and say, hey, I'm nosy. I want to know what happened with this property. I want to know who lived here. I want to hear their stories. I want to be able to piece it together. Um, mm -hmm. So it doesn't just tie in for me with just haunted places. You know, I love uh, reading about Egypt, Egyptian culture are learning about England and the castles and the kings and the queens. You know, I go all the way back. So yeah, that's basically me in a nutshell. I, I love that. And I love the fact it's a history part because I've had a lot of different paranormal researchers on and you always hear it's about the boo effect or, and yep. I, I shouldn't call it that because it really is, but it's that scary part. You know, mm -hmm. it's everybody's got their own reason for yep. it. Absolutely. And it's important to acknowledge that because there's a lot of people that will say, oh, you know, um, I don't like how that researcher does their work. Or, and I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. We all are, we all have our own intentions. We all have a reason why we're doing it. So let's learn from each other, you know? So that's kind of my stance. And, and I love that. So how did you end up getting into all of this? How did you? <laughs> so when I was really, oh God, 11 years old, uh, I actually saw, okay, I was able to see auras around people, but not in my third eye. I could actually see them. Like, oh, you're, yeah. And it, it, I was like, oh, you're purple today. Oh, you're green, you know? And I was able to see that. And then I also saw a spirit with, like, I could see her in my house. And I was like, 
okay? And I remember being afraid of it, prayed about it, all went away. Never, I did not see any of this for like 20 years. Oh, and Yeah, and then I just became really drawn to like ghost adventures and ghost hunters and all the spooky shows. And I would do ghost tours all the time around the United States. I had a job at one point where I traveled a lot. And so I'd be in like, Virginia, okay, I'm gonna do a ghost tour. I'm in Florida, I'm gonna do a ghost tour like that. And it just kind of kept going. And I, here in Los Angeles, there was a team that I would always join their, their investigations. Mm -hmm. And finally, the founder said, why don't you just join my team? And I was like, I can't, yeah, join my team. So joined the teams years ago and learned basically about all the tools, which is super helpful for me because a lot of mediums that go into this work, they don't necessarily use the tools or know a lot about them, but I learned them first. So that's kind of like my go-to during the investigation with the mediumship actually kind of second or in the back burner for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. I just, um, since I joined that team, um, that was a long time ago, so I'm no longer with that team because the founder moved away. Um, but then I just kind of kept it going. And then when it comes to the uh, spiritual aspect, I've only recently started this about six years ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So during I too, I, I'm with you. I was like, dove in it I, totally 2016. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Around, and I was like, okay. And I, I did an investigation in New Orleans and mm -hmm. I was getting information that I didn't know how I was getting it. Right. And um, another investigator confirmed it. And I was like, oh, that's all the information that I was just randomly picking up. And that's kind of when it clicked where I'm like, maybe there's more to this. And so I just dove head first into it and started the training. I did not stop. I was working a full-time job. I was taking night classes, online classes with spiritual teachers to just learn how to gather and grow this. And that's how I ended up all the way with the master teacher program because I'm very like, learn everything I know, you know, and I kept going. So yeah, this is, this is the first year where I said, okay, I can breathe. <laughs> well, I get it. Cause literally I did my certification and when literally finished in October, November applied for master teacher. I think December we started. I'm like, what did I just do? What? Mm -hmm. I, and honestly, I'd started my journey probably in 2014 with other instructors, but I really mm -hmm. didn't hit hard until 2016. Yep. So yep. I get it because I, to me, it's like when you finally get there, it's just shoo, get through it. You know what I mean? Do as much as you can. Yep. Strongly so, agree. So are you back to seeing auras then too, or is that something you'll just choose not to? So I do see them, but not like I did as I was younger. Oh God, that was, it was just kind of remembering. It was so beautiful to, cause I could literally like, oh my God, you're yellow. Weird stuff. Now um, it's all in my like clairvoyance. So, okay. um, so yes, I can do it, but not the way I did as a young child. Okay. Um, and then also um, I can utilize it in different ways where it's like, oh, I, I can see, I don't know, I'm just making it up. You're purple. Right. And then purple's telling me that you're, I don't know, you're going hiking tomorrow. I don't know, but it just right. like, that's kind of how I use it in different ways. Oh um, but a fun fact is my sister, who's a denying psychic, she sees colors in people's names. It's so interesting, and she refuses. To, she refuses to learn more about it. <laughs> oh, like, that is so cool, though. That yeah. is so cool. Like you should study. No, no, and I'm like, and she can read the, a person based off of the names and the colors. So I guess it runs somewhere, somewhere in our family. Somebody has that aura slash color gifts. I don't know. <laughs> I love it because I. It's so funny because I teach, and of course, I put auras in part of my my begin just beginners, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Oh, do you see auras?" I'm like, "Yeah." If I Squint my eyes, open one, shut the other, turn my head sideways and bark like a dog. I can see a glimpse. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I'm more of a feel the aura person mm -hmm. than a see the aura person. So to mm -hmm. me, when people can see it and they can read it, it's just, it's beautiful. It's mm -hmm. really beautiful. 
you know. So how has this with the um how has the mediumship affected your your paranormal now? Because that's something rather newer, adding it to the plate. I think it's it's really cool because I approach it in a different way than the majority of mediums that will go into a haunted location. Mm -hmm. um, and it works for me. And so I always give this example and ask that question. There's a place here in like Arrowhead called Brackenfern Manor, where it's known that this young child haunts the first floor. And mm -hmm. so I had people with me and I had tools and equipment. I was like, we're going to find him. I'm being super dramatic. And mm -hmm. so the tools, we lay them all out. Nothing happens. For 20 minutes, I said, okay, here we go where is Ryan? <laughs> so I had to tap in mediumship. It took a while though, but I was like, where is he? And then that's kind of how I dove where it's like, we found him. I said, who's in this first floor room? Cause it's a place where you could actually stay in. And someone's like, oh, we're in that room. I said, do you mind letting us just kind of open the door and peek in there? She did. All of her gadgets in the room were going off. And they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know that? I was like, I just go investigator first and the mediumship second. And I was like, but I felt he was in here and now he's talking to me. Now he's saying, you guys bought them toys. They're like, oh my God, we did. You know, so, that, so that's kind of an example where I don't go in there first that way. I just like to kind of do the research and feel around and maybe sense the energy a little bit. Then if I need to, then I'll go ahead and tune in. And it and it's great because it confirms anything that the equipments are picking up. Right. Um, or if I'm feeling anything mediumistically, then I can turn on the equipment and then it confirms whatever I got. So that's kind of my approach with it. I, I love that because I do it the opposite. So mm -hmm. I, and that's only because I, you know, I love doing paranormal research. I love it. I, I was not the paranormal person on any level because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about, I love to talk to dead people, but if they say boo, I'm running. <laughs> I, I am running and I'm running very fast. I agree. <laughs> and um, so for myself, I go in as, here comes my grandson. Uh, <laughs> it day off a of school day. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so for myself, when I go in, take these to mommy, baby. Take these to mommy. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> He's going to have to come in and get his attention. He has turned three and has learned what the camera is. So, oh. you know, it's all about attention, and which is okay. Um, <laughs> he likes you, Tawny. Um, <laughs> take these to mommy, please. Anyway, I apologize. Everybody on here is like, when you know, periodically they jump on and everybody's like, oh my God, your grandbabies. And I'm like, oh. yes, go to mommy, baby. Anyway, for myself, when I go in, I am very much, I want to talk to him in my head. I want to know who's there. You know, yeah. I've just, and I will tell you until recently, I didn't believe in the ghost box. I didn't believe in all that stuff. I heard it was a noise to me. It was, I'm like, oh my God, yes. can you guys hear anything through that? You know, like mm -hmm. that's a training in its own. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. I, I, when I go in, I like to use the dowsing rods. I, I still like to use tools, but mm -hmm. I like to use ones that I feel I can control. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it makes total sense. I love the, I recently started the dowsing rods, which is funny. I like, as in like this year, now I'm like, I love these things. <laughs> and then yeah, the spirit scanner is my, one of my favorites. Um, cause it's just easy to carry around. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the, um, what do you call it? Oh, the K2 meter, yes. the rim. Yeah. Some of those are my favorites. The ones that I will not deal with is the boo bear. Have you seen that one? I've heard a lot about, I watched the class. I, I, I don't know if you know this. I transcribe a lot of classes. So I've transcribed your paranormal class. Okay. So I learned a lot about that bear. And I'm like, ooh, 
<laughs> go get the bear. Go get the bear. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's just, I honestly think in this day and age, especially when you have so many people, you hear about building equipment. Yeah. They're trying to find different things to just kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. I think sometimes it's to poke the spirit. And I think sometimes it's to interact. You, <laughs> I love the look on your face, you know, but you never know which way it's going to be used. And that's what's, that's what I don't like about the bears. Cause I think in my mind, it's used towards the attention of children. Yes. And it's like, are you using it as an interaction tool or using it as a poke to get mm -hmm. some response? Yep. Yep. I know. I strongly agree. I think I see it as blazing more with children. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, unfortunately, I like the look on my face because there are a lot of investigators that just want to poke. And I'm just like, why? Why? Because <laughs> I don't know if they realize that the if there is a haunting, more than likely, because of course there's a lot of different types of spirits, more than likely, this is a person who lived that mm -hmm. earth, that has a personality, talk to them. You know, so why do you need to like push me, shake me? Why? Right. <laughs> exactly. Now, you know, I know, and, and everybody's thinking about this because it's always that question how do you feel about crossing spirits over? Okay, I so know what my thought is on this, but because <laughs> I know everybody's going, what about the children? What if you, you know what I mean? So what's really, the reason I'm laughing is because Lisa Williams is, uh, last year she's like, you need to start doing this. And I was like, um, I don't really do it. She's like, you need to do it. <laughs> so it was mentioned like I should start. Um, so my opinion, um, I'm in the middle with it because there are some mediums or spiritualists that will go into a place that is historic, as in like, I'm going to say the Whaley House in San Diego. <laughs> And they're going to be like, I'm here to clear them over. Did anyone ask you to? You don't need to do that because a lot of these owners of these locations, they want them there because they bring them money. So it's like, you know, I guess it's um, finding out from the property owners, like, okay, this is what I can do. What would you, what's your end result? What would you like for me to do? Yeah, there are going to be some that's like, get them out of here. I don't want them in my place. Awesome, mm -hmm. great. But there are some that are like, oh, you know, I just want to be able to cohabit with them. And okay, cool. So that's why I'm like, I'm in the middle with it. I think it just depends on the situation. However, mm -hmm. myself personally, um, I don't do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I was just asking because I know I've been on. I've been on um, places where I'm a firm believer. I can't force anything to leave. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you bring an archangel and all of his buddies. You can't yep. force a spirit to leave. It, oh, it yeah. just isn't what it is. You know, if you want to go all biblical, he gave a soul freedom of choice. I mean, depending on which religious aspect you want to go into. But at the same time, you know, for ones that want to go, you know, mm -hmm. only because I was reminded this morning of, um, you know, those tours people go on. The yes. tours, and they're like, don't you bring your crystals? Don't you bring this? Don't you bring that? But then they tell you there's a whole bunch of children here trapped by this evil, this evil guy. And you're going. Why do you want those? Why do you want those children trapped? <laughs> yeah, and they're using the the bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I hear you on that. I, I think eventually I'll get to it where I'll I'll do it. Um, I'll just base off situation, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I was just wondering your take on it because to me it's a, to each his own type of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. to each his own type of a situation because sometimes it's just not our path sometimes it's your path to do something different exactly. you know? and maybe you're just supposed to be there make it aware who knows yeah 
Although I tend to trust Lisa. Don't ask me why. <laughs> God has spoken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, darn it, I have to do it. <laughs> now she said it, it's over with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know that because I just had a conversation with her this last week and she goes, you know, I'm going to push you. I'm like, I <laughs> you're like, no, it's going to be painful. I know. <laughs> but, it's, but it's awesome. And that's just my highlight on her briefly. Like, you know, her pushing me is yes. she changed my life. So it's, yeah. <laughs> she has, well, let's talk about, you know, maybe not Lisa in general, but how has mediumship changed your life? I mean, if you want to bring in Lisa, that's fine. I mean, everybody here knows how much I love Lisa. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, how, how has mediumship changed? It's, it's interesting. Cause if you had told me like as it's six, five or six years ago that I was one, I'd be like, really? However, it connects the dots because of when I was younger and what I saw. And I never understood why I saw it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I think it's, I do it in a certain way. Whereas the paranormal investigating is like what I do. Mm -hmm. The mediumship psychic aspect is kind of that on the back burner. My goal was to be trained on it so that when I needed to use it, whether it was an investigation, whether it was helping my friends, whether it was helping other people, then I was able to turn it on. And I always say that because there's a lot of people that they do this full time, which is awesome. That's great, you know, but I'm just, that was just my decision. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to kind of just do it. I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to make sure I know the ethics and I understand my boundaries. So I literally got checked off what I wanted. And then for the most part, which is funny, like 90% of the week, it's off. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like going about my life. However, the way it's changed my life is I feel like I am able to help people when I need to. Mm -hmm. um, or I'm able to get information or guidance without having to, book a reading with a psychic to, to have getting messages from my guides. I'm able to just go ahead and get that on my own, do some channel writing and literally, um, cause they're helping guide me to where I need to go. So that's probably the best way to sum it up. It's just like being able to help others and help myself. I love, I love that. I also like how you said you were, you were off 90% of the time. Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah. And I think that's amazing that, um, you bring that up. You know, because I think that's a great teaching quality to so many people, because I do believe a lot of people that come up through this and want to learn about this, they want to be on all the time. Yeah, exactly. All the time. Don't be all the time and you can. And as a as a paranormal researcher, investigator, yeah. you, I would strongly recommend you are not on because <laughs> it is not cute. It's not fun. Um, and I can honestly say, because there are people that do this work and they're like, I have nightmares or things are following me or I have to never. So that's one thing because my intention is always strong. My boundaries are strong. I don't I don't come home with it like I'm still thinking about this on on on. It's like no, off done, focus on normal life. And it's that's the best way to go about it. And I would strongly recommend that to anybody going into this. I love that. So now that you brought up kind of like on off, on off, what is your protection to go into these places? I have a few. So one, um, I do before I'm asked to go. Um, I will usually tap into the energy of the property because as an investigator, I will admit I do avoid uh, dark. Like if like I'm like, oh, no, we're not doing that, which hasn't happened in a long time, though. So that's good. It's not a place where I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot of demonic activity. It hasn't happened. So I'm just kind of feel the energy and see kind of like the general. OK, this is a heavier location or oh, it's actually not that heavy or it's not haunted at all. What the heck? You know, so I kind of feel that. Um, and then I will say a prayer before I actually go. Okay. I'll say a prayer for anybody with me 
then I'll go into that investigation and I communicate with them based on the situation. So if it's not a spooky, scary, I intuitively am like, this is why I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm just nosy. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I want to hear your story. We're going to bring out a few tools. Um, mm -hmm. Probably going to be here for, literally I'm telling them I'm going to be here for about an hour and then I'll be out of your way. You're cool, cool, awesome. And it's always worked because I, I haven't yet, yet have right. had anything crazy or anything thrown at me or nothing scratched, you know. Then before I'm done, uh, I say another prayer um, before we actually leave the property, just to make sure we're cleared off and that whatever's there stays there. Um, and then that's really it. It's very simple just because um, when I teach about paranormal, I'm always big on the intention. What is your intention? Because there are investigators that say, I want to be scratched. I want to be slapped. I've seen it. Uh, I want to be, I want to see something. And so if they go in there, whatever they want, then more than likely it's going to happen to them. Yeah. You know what? And I'm a big person. Life is already hard enough. Why would you want to be beat up by the other side too? I mean, like, so why? You know what I mean? It's like, no, no, thank you. You know, <laughs> no, thank you. Now, why do you, why do you choose to stay away from that heavier energy, darker energy, you know, for better purposes? Hmm. You know, it, it's a few things. One, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. It terrifies me. Uh, it just does. It's like you had said, you hear boo, you're running. I'm like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Two, I feel like whatever you focus on grows. That's just my opinion. So if mm -hmm. you're like, oh my God, there's something dark in there. I'm going to give it all my attention this whole night. Then I feel like it's like, sweet, you're giving me attention. Now I'm here to play. So that's just my impression of it. However, I understand that doing this work as I continue to do it, it's definitely going to come up. I'm definitely going to deal with it. Um, I, it comes at me in a different way. I mm -hmm. want to say the last time was in uh, Montana State Prison about two years ago. Oh. Massive. If you ever, oh my God, please go. Uh, it's massive. And if you do go, try to get two days in because we only had one day, which was like 10 hours and it wasn't enough time. Wow. But in the middle of the night, I was like, I don't feel good. And that never happens during investigation. I was like, I'm not like, I'm not about to pass out. I'm not about to be physically ill, but I just don't feel good. Why? And I was like, oh, because <laughs> I don't usually surround myself with that. But again, my boundaries are pretty strong, but I just remembered that. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. so it's a lot of different reasons why I tend not to focus on that. However, if it comes up and if someone does need that help, but I want to kind of pinpoint what's, what the issue is in their investigations, I will absolutely, um, absolutely help them in any way. Right. Yeah. I was just asking, cause I do know I've been there. I, I actually regret one time where I felt that darker energy and I mean, and all the spirits in building basically said, you have until midnight before this comes out, comes out to play. I mean, like Ooh. in my head, we kept hearing that and I thought not sticking around until midnight. Sorry. Oh I'm going to be out of here mm -hmm. because I didn't know what it was and they weren't yeah. telling me what it was. So I got my own fear and ran. And I took the whole team, like, oh, my God. And since it's like, I kind of look back and went, you know, why didn't I give it some attention? Maybe it was not a demon or an mm -hmm. entity. Maybe it was just a really upset janitor. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Really, what was it? Because I never even tapped into it. I just got fear and ran. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, you know, have you come across those things where you went, whoa, this is kind of heavy. This is kind of scary. And then what, you know, I am going to push at this. I'm going to push through this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you done that? Have you found that? Oh God. Yes. That there at the, no, no, let me give you another one. <laughs> I have a few. Um, 
at that Lake Arrowhead place, Bragginford Manor, across the street is a Tudor house. Um, mm -hmm. It is on, they do have an episode of Ghost Adventures on this place, if you ever want to see it. But across the street, they said it's known that there is something really dark in the basement. Um, down there, there's a whole bunch of old bottles from the Prohibition era because okay. they were not, they were gambling and drinking back then and they would know the police were coming up the mountain. So they would drop all their bottles down the chute and they're still there in that pile. So there's just a lot of old history energy down there. Okay. And um, a friend of mine it was investigating and he got pushed and then another person got scratched. So I went down there with a few people and I said, I felt it and out loud, I said, we are here to investigate. We will be out of here in literally three minutes. Can you just give me some sort of activity so that we know we're he you're here and we're out of here? And I had tools out. And those tools lit up like crazy. Basically, it was like him saying, I'm here, get the heck out. <laughs> and I said, done. Good night. Bye. And we like ran. And so that one was interesting because I really, I was like, really, we really want to go down here. And I'm scared. And I've, I've seen that he does things to people. And I just talked to him. That's why I was telling people like, don't just oh, but poke them, prod them. I was like, listen, dude, I'm out of your hair in two minutes. He could have just been an angry man. I don't know. I don't like you had said, I didn't really tap in fully. I just knew there was something that wasn't cool there. Yeah. I, and I, I love that because I, I do a lot of remote viewing too. You know, I, I don't Do you do remote viewing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Mostly before um, I go to the place. Like I said, mm -hmm. when I was like, oh, is it heavier? I, I'll see kind of what's there. So, yes. And it helps right. a lot. Yeah. I, I love that because do you know what the Warren Legacy Foundation is? Have no. you ever heard of it? Oh, no. it's um it's a paranormal um thing. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, yes. Know, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, um, they had basically a foundation that they had for paranormal investigation and really the psychic work and to help people. And it's really how they found people as people would call them for help, you know, and they did everything free, you know, free, you know, it was never charged anybody. So now that they've both passed, um, their grandson and their lead investigator have, have joined or have created a foundation for that. Awesome. Which is, and it's amazing because I actually got brought into it not that long ago as a remote viewer. For nice. people across the world, you know, so awesome. for myself, it's a great tool. It's a great tool to be able to remote view. I mean, you can go in all day long, and yeah. which is super cool, but you can see so much from a distance also. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's super helpful. And that's, that's so awesome. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I personally love it. I mean, so I'm always like, hey, do you do this? Hey, you know what I mean? If you're not the big paranormal, you can always do this, you know, mm -hmm. which is kind yep. of cool, you know? So you also teach. Now, do you teach paranormal online, in person? Do you teach it more so? It's a it's a mixture. Um, I do it when I can. So uh, let's see. I'm trying to skim. Last year, oh my God, that was a year ago. Um, I taught the paranormal class with Lisa. It was an okay. eight-week course. It was awesome. Um, what was cool is that clearly, you know, I'm going over this with all the students, but I was learning from her. And yeah. that was awesome. Uh, and then um, I am skimming ahead. I taught a class um, in Lilydale this past summer. And that one was cool because there were two classes. There was a daytime workshop on basically paranormal one-on-one, the, you know, kind of like how to get into it, what to know about the different types of spirits. And then the nighttime event was a, a actual investigation. Oh, that yeah. one was awesome. It was cool. However, I did not expect 80 people to show up. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It was crazy, but it was awesome. It was like it, I, my goal was I wanted them to experience something and they yeah. did. 
And so oh. you know, I was like, I have all these people. And Alisa had, was there to help. And, you know, it just, they were like, they saw something. They wanted to get an experience and they were happy and they were, the feedback was awesome. And it kind of gave me an idea for next year where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to teach a daytime class. I'm probably going to do the nighttime because clearly that's what they wanted to see. Right. Um, so yeah, that one. And then I've taught classes throughout the year for different schools. So like last two, two weeks ago, I taught for Wise Guys um, Collective, which is Tiffany Herlick School. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, so yeah. Thank it's just for like, introducing her to me because she's amazing. I adore her. And she's just, she's so gifted and so talented and just I and committed. That's what she's It's her birthday today. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's basically it. So it's just the classes are on, on and off online. I think I, I kind of have a plan for myself, like a five year where I will do more in person, but it's intuitively, it's not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Because in California, you have, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to, you know, cut out any place else in America. Because, yeah. But the coast seem to have a lot of activity. You oh. know, we have, a, I'm in Wisconsin. I mean, we, I am finding out paranormal discovery likes Wisconsin a lot, Discovery Channel, because there's a lot of places. Oh, uh huh. There really are, but you really, it, to me, it always seems like there's it's more bountiful on the coast, just yeah. much more bountiful. You know, I, and I, don't, I don't know if it's because over on your side there's a lot of gold mining, a lot of rushing over there, and mm -hmm. a lot of hardship. Yeah. You know, um, whereas the other side's just more, you know, what we planted our butts here, you know, let's figure this out, you know. But two very highly emotional things. Yeah. Do you find past emotion to be huge in some of your investigations or locations? Um, yes. And I was just kind of skimming the places I've done here. <laughs> past emotion and attachment to objects, which is interesting. I just thought of that. Like, they don't want to leave this object. They don't want to leave this space because this is important to them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just kind of skimming some of the places. There are a lot of emotional um what do you call the word like uh severely traumatized so brief example there's a theater here in hollywood and we did an investigation there a few years ago and there was a female there i believe might have been from the 1940s i can't remember and she was killed in the front of the building a long time ago and just you could just feel like i'm I'm, st I'm still severely distraught i don't want to she'd probably be actually be a good one to cross over but kind of like you i wasn't feeling yeah that need yeah. to like I, I remember her being I was like wow like she's like really tied to this place but just because of what happened so a lot of different but yeah that's kind of my experience oh I, I love that I, I do love that because for myself I find emotion high emotion tends to bring mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. it's so funny because as I'm talking about you I've never been to California I'll tell you I've been to Washington I know I I've had this theory I've had this theory that you know California's populated it's kind of, it is. It is. It's a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. And they're always saying how an earthquake is going to take it off. You know what I mean? They're always <laughs> like an earthquake's going to happen, and California's just going to. And because maybe the sheer weight of population, I don't know. But I always think it'll be my butt that lands in California. That'll be that'll be the, the two off. pounds too much, and it's just going to go. It just falls away. <laughs> and they're going to play. That's going to be my legacy. Up until recently, I've got some amazing friends, friendships I've developed in California. So I know I'm going to be going out. Yeah. But every time I see California in my mind, of course, I see what I see, you know, on TV and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I always see like old ghost towns. I see old mining tents. Yeah. That's what I see. Every time I think about California, I see this, the beginnings of it. Yeah. And a lot of that's gone. You know what I mean? A lot of that, it's like how much of that is still there 
and how much of it is the spirit just haunting the land? Yeah, you're you're right. Um, it's like a lot of it's gone, but you go a little further out. You might like, for example, in I think San Bernardino, there's Calico Ghost Town. Um, then if you go all the way out in the desert, a little past Barstow, towards Las Vegas, I can't think of the name, but there's another ghost town. And okay. so it's it's cool to stop by and see it. But you're right. Like now that I think about it, there are a lot of places that are it's just it's very dense. Um, however, there are some cool places. Like I mentioned earlier, the Whaley House. That's mm -hmm. in San Diego, about two hours south of Los Angeles. I've been a million thousand times. It's very old, has a lot of history. And you can tell, like you, you stand in front of it, you could just see what it looked like a hundred and... 20 years ago, you're like, wow, like there was nothing here. It's just all farmland. And the activity is one of the most haunted places in, yeah, uh, places ridiculous off the charts. Um, and then you have places like that theater I just mentioned, which is in the heart of Hollywood. But I, from my memory of that investigation, there were like five spirits there. And also someone was murdered there within the last 25 years. And so it's just, it, you can find it. There's a lot. So when you do decide to come here, I will throw that list at you of all the awesome places. And I'm like, look at this, go here, go here, go here. But I'll probably grab you and say, go with me, Johnny, because yeah, I'm there. Yeah, it's, it's, there's so much. But yeah, you just kind of have to find it. But that's one of the reasons why I like traveling outside of California, because mm -hmm. of what you just say. Like, they're so like, I'm like, I want to go to Wisconsin. I want to go here. I want to look at all these cool places because California, I'm, I'm kind of it's it's I've been to most of it already and I want to mm -hmm. explore more. So, right. It's just it's always my thought. And it's a theory, I guess. You know, obviously you have different situations with life and, and people and all that. But when you do have, um, you know, say California or you say Massachusetts area where you have a lot of that time period, you might have a lot of people have passed and stayed in that time period, yeah. you know, which really goes to the difference where people don't realize is when you go into someplace, do you notice the different time periods, you know, mm. where you walk in and there's two or three different time periods, yes. Yes. That, you know, can you, can you explain some of that to people? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm hopefully I'm gonna know like I'm saying it right, but um, yes, I always. So first off, I actually love doing investigations with other mediums. Okay. Whereas there are some that don't. <laughs> They're like no, but I, I like it because I want to see what time period or what they pick up and so forth. Um, because sometimes they're like, oh my God, I'm wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You might've picked up somebody from 1910. I got someone from 1950, whatever. So yes, so mediums, it absolutely can pick up from different errors. Um, it actually happened at the big red house in Lilydale. Which, okay. You've been there? I took, yes, I actually would trance. I led the investigation. Because I was like, that house is right there. I was like, I know she's probably been there. Oh yeah, honey, I got video. I'm like, everybody else, I'm sending groups through to have fun, let them play, blah, blah, blah. I went by myself and an orb literally went with me through the whole building. It was so yep. awesome. Yep. And that, the room all the way upstairs that I call the ballroom, I mm. want to get a bed and live in that room. Oh I my God. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that place was a good example because um, there were, I had a whole bunch of mediums with me from forensics, the forensic forensics. class. They were, some were getting the same thing. Some were like, I got this person. I was like, perfect. And they were thinking they were doing something wrong. So no, I think it's awesome. I think whatever you're getting trusted um, because you're literally just picking up um, pieces from different errors, personalities, um, that house and, and it may not even be the house. Like you said, it could be the land. It could be anything. It could be something down the road that was curious and walked over to you. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, I'm glad you mentioned that. I did want to highlight that. And I do. And I like the fact that you brought up where some people don't like to work with another medium. Mm -hmm. And I honestly love it because it's, because you do see the difference. You know, yeah. you, 
this one's getting heavy and dark and this and that. And this one's going, oh, I got airy fairy. What's going mm -hmm. on? And when yep. you investigate that, especially if you have a historian on board with mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you're both picking up a hundred year difference. Yep. But they're awesome. both there, mm -hmm. you know? Because I honestly did an invest investigation. Oh my gosh, it's been two years. Wow, it's been two years. Oh, it's been two years? No, it's been a year, a year ago. Okay. Or maybe two years. I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> Where, you know what, throughout the whole thing, I had the time period of a little girl that was not the mm -hmm. time period of the place. And everybody kept going. Hey. And I was honestly walking away, thought, oh, my God, I, I, I helped cross her over because she asked me to, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. And it was for a TV show. And I kept thinking, did I do this wrong? I'm the only, me well, I wasn't the only medium there. Um, good friend of mine, he's also a medium. Um, but she kept talking to me. And I thought, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I got to be wrong. You know, and I'm thinking, whatever. But when I watched the show air, because obviously we did, you don't hear about all the different parts. You know what yes, I mean? Exactly. You hear the part, people don't realize that. <laughs> this little girl was in every part of the investigation. Oh, but never, goodness. I mean, not from the time period of, and that's what we're, not from the time period of the property. The other really cool thing that happened was not only this little girl that was only there for about 100 years or so, uh -huh. another grandmother that just passed away more recently came through the ghost box and everything else to actually talk to one of the crew members. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It was like, we were in three different time zones. I mean, mm -hmm. time zones, times, you know? Yeah. So, and it was all documented, which is so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so yeah. cool. So I always wonder, do other people get that, you know? So I think it's so cool. I think yeah. it's so cool. To me, I was, that was my first experience going, wait, you know <laughs> no, I, mean? I love it. It adds to the investigation. It adds to the story. And this is, that's one of the reasons why I do the work. I love it. Right. I do. I do. I, I love watching you do that. I can't even tell you. Now I have got to ask about two things. One is the graveyard, because I know that graveyard, that Feels like it's a, a soul for you, a connection for you. <laughs> okay, this is odd. So it's that particular graveyard. So to, for those of you, I, like you're right. I don't even have to say what graveyard is. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's interesting because I okay. So Hollywood Forever Cemetery is literally, it's not. I want to say not like from a okay driving four minutes away in Hollywood, and so I went to ever another cemetery in LA. I think it's called Evergreen. I wanted to get out immediately. We, mm -hmm. My friend and I went in, I said, no, <laughs> I was like out. And he's like, I know I'm uncomfortable too. I don't feel that way there. And so a little bit of background about Hollywood forever is there are a lot of celebrities buried there, a lot of mm -hmm. old Hollywood history. They're just, it, and it's beautiful because it's utilized almost like a park. They have movies there, they have festivals there. People go running and walking. It's it's interesting. It's it's like a love and light type of energy. It's not mm -hmm. dark. And so um, I haven't done it recently, but I was going back there and I actually was utilizing it a little bit to practice mediumship. And I cannot believe I'm saying this because I haven't said it <laughs> Um, about two years ago, my friend and I would go and um, I would just, and he started it, you know, we were walking and he's like, oh, look, there is, um, I don't know, Hitchcock's grave. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Cause I'm not, I'm not a fan. And he's like, you should try reading. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you should try picking, see if you can pick up anything energetically. And I was like, okay, well this could work. Cause I don't know a lot about him. I don't watch any of his stuff. And I was getting uh, little things. Like I said, I want to talk about Northwest or something. Is he from the Northwest? And he's like, oh, he has a movie called whatever it's called, Northwest. I don't know what it's called. But little oh. things like that. And I was like, huh, this actually might 
help me if I'm respectful. And so over probably, you know, it was during quarantine because we couldn't go anywhere. And so right. we would go there every blue moon and I would just stand there. And again, it was that respect factor where it's like, intuitively I'm like I'm literally here for five minutes I'm just trying to see if I can get information to help grow me and I did and it was awesome and so that's kind of how it built and then I started to do videos and training and it just kind of kept going so it hasn't been recent but that's basically my experience and um Hollywood Forever Cemetery it's just it's just a beautiful place so when you do come here please go it's like a park <laughs> I think it will because I know like in Wisconsin we have Betty White and we have her husband Ellen Oh yeah, this is where she came. I mean, I didn't wasn't there for the funeral, but I was told she's here. We have wow. Edgar Edgar Allan Poe is in Wisconsin. I mean, yeah, I mean, this place yeah. where you know nobody knows. You say Wisconsin, there is like is that a city? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, it's a place to come hide, you know. Uh -huh. So to me, it's to me it's amazing because when I go to cemeteries, for the most part, I never feel anybody there. I always mm -hmm. tell people they're gone. They're not there. As a matter of fact, if I go, mm -hmm. I go, I go to a cemetery one time a year, and I go to visit my sister. And she yells at me for being there. Like, <laughs> why did you bring me back here? You know what I mean? So this year I actually cheated and I brought my grandchildren with me. So when she started yelling, I looked at them and said, tell, tell Aunt Jackie happy birthday. And they didn't. She goes, that's cheating. That, I always find that for myself, mm -hmm. I never have that experience. I've never had that experience of a graveyard. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah it was just, and I, I agree with you. Before I started to do that, I felt like, there wasn't anybody there. I just didn't feel the energy, but that could also, I don't know. I think it just depends. Like that other random one, I was like, no, like it just felt weird, the energy. So I guess it's based off of just kind of that, yeah, that particular area. Cause, and just a little fact, the reason I went to the one, the, the freaky one, is um, Hattie, Hattie McDaniel from Gone with the Wind is buried there. Oh, so her actual uh, body is there, whereas Hollywood Forever has a little statue there on her memory because she oh. wanted to be buried there in the 19 i think she died in 59 mm -hmm. and um they did not allow african-americans there and so they were going to exhume her and put her there they apologized to her family in like 1990 and the family said we appreciate it but let's just keep her there so that's why i had to go to that creepy one i was like right. okay i got my photo let's get out of here <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably at peace now like thank you very much but you know what don't uh, don't exhume me <laughs> yes you know yeah absolutely and i was don't like exhume Leave me alone. I love mm -hmm. that. Now, do you ever go to the Queen Mary? Because I had a guest on a couple of weeks ago that talked all about the Queen Mary. She loves the Queen Mary, that ship. I am obsessed with the Queen Mary. Um, okay. I did the, uh, the photos that were on my social media last week were me talking about it. Uh, and oh. for, yeah, for the, like a documentary. I've been okay. there many times. I even stayed overnight with my friend. I don't know what I was thinking. But yes, very, very familiar. Unfortunately, the Queen Mary is like temporarily closed. Um, it has like $25 million worth of repairs. And so right now the city owns it and it's just sitting there, which is frustrating because it's going to collapse upon itself if no one takes care of it. Right. Hmm. Now, the, the other lady, her name was Nicole Strickland. I don't know if you know who she is. She, she's written some books on it and stuff. She's, she said that she, she actually felt like they were going to try to repair it and hopefully repair it. You I know, she'd, so. heard, she'd heard rumors. I hope so so. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for, because I, I know you have a, an affinity with it also. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot there. You know, it's a you know someone we're visiting, and they're like, "I'm an investigator. Where do I go?" I'd be like, "Definitely go there." Um, when it was open, they were very open to having people in. Um, they would tell you, "Okay, definitely don't go in that area because it's not safe." Or you're welcome to go in the engine room, the boiler room, the pool area, the whatever. And yeah. so it was. And, and the 
the energy there was mid-tier me, for me, meaning it wasn't like dark, dark, heavy, heavy. And it wasn't like, la, 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 la. They were just kind of there in the, in the middle, which okay. was great, which is really good for an investigator because you will get the activity um, for a medium. You will be able to absolutely, I, I want to say, God, there's rumor is that there's a, up to 150 spirits on board. Um, oh, wow. I personally, I'm trying to think all the times I've been there, maybe encountered five, six. Um, but the ship's so big. I haven't been Ooh. over the entire ship, but yeah. That's crazy. That's and I, again, it's another place I've never been, but I'm just like, wow, it's just all these wonderful places. The reason I need to go to California now, you yeah. know, I have this drawn that you need to show up to see this stuff. Absolutely. You know, which I love. I, I love Queen Mary back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? They have to. I haven't seen it. They have to. It's, it's not going to be like anything else where I, I wait too long. This mm -hmm. they've got to do because I did wait too long. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is one of like the most interesting investigations you've ever been on? Um, like I'm trying to scan, scanning, scanning, scanning. Oh my God, there's been a, a lot. lot. The yeah. most interesting, I apologize for the pause. I'm just trying to scan the United States, but there's quite a few I've been on. I'm going to say, you know what? The one that just stands out right now is the Star of India, San Diego. See, you have a lot to see in California. I have also, a lot to see in LA, and you're going to drive down south to San Diego. The Star of India is this beautiful ship, um, very, very old ship um, that was docked there many probably in the 60s i have to double check that and the ship has um a lot of spirits but a lot of men who aren't very open to women and so that one came to oh. me yeah and it's been years since i've been back and i think when i last went there i wasn't as developed as a medium and i'm like you know what i want to go back <laughs> and challenge them but they were there's a lot of activity there's a lot happening but they're very much at the time i remember like oh we don't want to conversate with women or oh we learn your play very rude and it was picked up a lot on a lot of equipment um there was a medium there she's like um he doesn't want to talk to me and then i there was a woman in shackles we heard and i i picked that up intuitively and i remember we could hear it on the um uh, i think it was the evp or something i forgot what oh i'm sorry um voice recorder there we go her okay. and so there's just a lot there and you can do that place and walk out like wow <laughs> like okay, well I'm have all this down, and you can, and it's and it's not like as massive of a ship where you can get all of it done in one night. Oh wow, I love that. I love that. So with you know walking into a place where spirits didn't want to talk to women, have you ever had you know ha let's go there? Have you ever been like touched or hit or any of that? Absolutely not, and I'm oh, knocking on wood <laughs> because I just that's why you know I was like before I really do this. And one of the reasons why I trained with Lisa with the teacher program is I was like, I have to understand what I'm doing, what I'm saying, my boundaries. Like that was my goal. And because initially when I took master teacher, I was like, wait, do I want to teach or do I want to know what I'm doing? And I was like, let me go with the know what I'm doing first. But then as time went on, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I'm also a teacher. Great. Uh, and so it's, um, I learned everything I could and it worked. And so, no, I have not been in any way bothered like that. I haven't had like nightmares. I've been scratched. I've been pushed. Um, none of that. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it stays that way. I, I think it will only because you have the intention for it. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. I have been in a house that I lived in and everybody, the first night, everybody's like, you cannot sleep in that bedroom and they hate women, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't a hate. It was, you know, it was the old house of the mm -hmm. farm. And this is where the farmhands lived. And they were all gropey, feely type. 
So oh. unless you're a man, nobody would sleep in this room. I'm like, that is my bedroom and that's where I'm going. I don't believe you guys because this is yeah. back before the day. Uh-huh. And sure enough, the first night, I mean, they were, I'm like, finally went, I am a taken woman. You will leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. Stopped touching. Yep. And then I lived there for two years. Never got touched again. Oh, my gosh. Never got touched again. And it's probably my, one of my favorite bedrooms I've ever had, wow. honestly. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but I think it's setting those boundaries and just sometimes mm-hmm. putting down your foot. Yep. You know? Very important. It's, God, I just can't stress that enough for investigators and new investigators. Um they just, yeah, the boundaries and the intention. And mm-hmm. I believe that they will, um, they'll be okay. Yeah. Which I think is huge. I think mm-hmm. that's absolutely huge. So on that same note then, have you ever, and I always ask every parent, have you ever come across a demon yet? That's what I always ask. Okay. Um, once, however, it was when I had no idea that I was intuitive. Okay. Um, this was probably 2013, 2014, we investigated a place out here. It was a theater in, I think, Pasadena. And um, everything was going great. We're doing our due. We're like, this is awesome. We're getting information. And then towards the end, we went in one area separate from the theater and just frozen. And I remember I was with a friend and we locked arms. (laughs) We were like, something's not right. And then the the team, I apologize, the lead investigator Mm -hmm. took photos um some third a lot of different types of photos and he showed us one of them and there was a red face and it was like we are out of here right and i did not go back so that's the only time i it's interesting of where it was because that theater but then again it was it's like a theater and then it was like a separate building so who knows what that was about but yeah i just remember i should have known then about the intuitive side because i was like i'm not going any further i'm uncomfortable and sure enough that was there I'm right. sure he still has that photo too. I should probably ask him about it because um, we we still in connection. So oh, that's amazing. And yeah, because you know, and I know some people are afraid to go. You know, I I everybody I talk to, some have never ever ever run across, mm-hmm. and other people it seems to be a regular thing. Oh my god, you know what I mean? But it's well, that's also their life of work. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Are you like you got like one night humdern and you're finding them? You know that type of situation. Mm-hmm. But have you ever gone into a place where? You know, somebody's told you there's demonic activity. It's very heavy. It's very haunted. You walk in, you're like, I don't feel it. I don't get it. Absolutely. And I have to say this because there was one instance where there's a museum in Las Vegas. And I don't know if you've been the Haunted Museum. Please, please go. Um, So Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, he has this very popular museum in Vegas. I went six years ago. Don't know if I can go back in there. It's just a lot. He has a lot of objects from history uh, whatever so he um at the the very last part of the tour they say we are going downstairs to see the stairs from the demon house in i think it came from missouri but i could be wrong i forgot what uh, state and they were like it's it's demonic dark 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 and we all went down there nothing which is funny because the rest of the house oh (laughs) you can't my we can barely that's how thick the energy was but down there like i don't so what's funny is I actually think whatever was there is still there. So they demolished the house. And I guess they assumed since they took the stairs, it would come to Vegas. It did not. Um, so whoever's there in Missouri, is from Missouri, I, oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, still got it. yeah. So, but please go to check that museum out. It's very, very heavy. They have a lot of things in there, like haunted dolls and um, mirrors and clothes. It's, ugh, it's a lot. I'm just trying to figure out why would somebody would put that all in one area? You know what I mean? 
I know my sister was, she tried to leave, you remember, <laughs> denying psychic. And she says, I can't, I can't breathe. And I said, just, it's almost over. Can you just stay in here with me? She's like, okay. And she, to this day, she's like, I'm never going, <laughs> it's just a lot. So I'm very curious to know of other mediums going in there. If they're just like, no, like how you react if you'd be like, wow, like what's, I don't know. Cause when I went, I wasn't studying this. Um, yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just kind of like sensitive to energy. I love that. Cause to me, it's just, I just, I don't know. I, that's just me. It's like, to me, it's like, Hey, if this was someplace that had bad energy, why would you bring multi, why would you bring other friends? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all into this and that, but really we don't need to have a party. We don't, he had the, I'm going to say it wrong. He had the, the, the boo box. The, it's like this box that it's spelled weird, but it's okay. known to be very, like very, very haunted. And he has that in there. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why is that it? And, anyway, yeah. And people don't realize, I mean, I, I'm sure he realizes, but I think people across the United States don't realize that, like you said in the very beginning, if a spirit is attached to this object, not mm -hmm. the person, not the place, not the land, but this object, and you've taken this object and you put it in with other people, eventually, you know, I'm thinking if you have prisoners together and they, they have a chance to riot, you put them all in one room, it's going to yeah. happen. Oh, that place. <laughs> I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I haven't been there in quite. Was, I think it was 2017. I think I went away. Right. I don't know if I want to go there. Again, my theory, I'll be in California or mm -hmm. someplace and it'll be that one thing that goes. Yep. Gosh. So, you know, they'll out, they'll find me because what you say it was Las, Las Vegas or something. They'll, yeah, they'll, it's they'll, part of Las Vegas. They'll find me in a dune someplace by the yeah. sand because it's, you know, spirit <laughs> would pick care of me over here, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh my I've got these really weird theories that, you know, I think they're all irrational fears from past lives. That's <laughs> what I think it is. Mm -hmm. So what are some of those things that um, you do stress to people? You do stress to people in this line of work. Number one is intention all the time, constantly. I'm like, you guys have to set whatever your intention is. I'm not going to judge it, but you mm -hmm. have to set it. Um, an example is I was on a team with another medium, another one, and she liked dark. That's what she liked. She liked to do dark stuff. She said, I want to be uh, scratch. That's just her, what she wanted. And sure enough, during investigation, she'd be like, oh my God, something punched me or oh, something scratched me. And I'm just like, that's what you wanted. Hello. You know, so set your intention. Um, because the majority of those out there that want to go into this work, they kind of similar to me. I think they're just like, I want to learn, I want to research, I want to see what's out there. There's um those that are demonologists. Okay, cool. To each his own. There's a UFOologist, there's a cryptozoologist, cool, awesome, you know, but make sure you know what you're doing. Um, because if you try to just be like, I'm gonna jump into this. What am I doing? You're you're messing up everything, not just for yourself, but for the, the spirits, you know, for everything. And you're just kind of making a, a mess of it. So just plan it, just structure it, learn, make sure you understand everything before you really jump out there. So I'd say that's the first one. And people don't realize there is there's like specialties out there. Like you just mentioned a few of them. Yeah. You know, there's have you ever um Oh, <laughs> we got warm weather for last week and the flies came back out. Oh, like, no. It's like we freeze, they go dormant, we warm up and they go, hey, party. <laughs> I'm over fly season. Um, have you uh, have you ever like gone down that road of like cryptozoology or something else? 
Okay, so what's funny is I found out about cryptozoology like two years ago. I was like, wait, that's a thing? Oh my God. Like I knew what- oh, you was know, like, honey. We got Bigfoot lives here. I'm telling yeah, you. No, just, I was like, I knew about Bigfoots. I knew about the Mothman. I knew about those things, but I didn't really know what the, like it was, they were grouped. And I was like, oh, cryptids. Okay, cool. So um, I have, I'm trying to think if I've worked with one. You know what I did? I've worked with one a few times. Their sole focus was finding Bigfoot here in the uh, Santa Ana Mountains. Mm -hmm. um, they, they're like, he's here. I know it. We're going to figure it out. Um, UFOologist, absolutely. I have a friend that is a UFOologist on the East Coast. Um, she does everything, like the all aspects, but UFOs is her focus. Um, and then demonologists. Um, I have known a few. <laughs> I have, have known a few. And um, but, but you know what? I will say the ones that I did know, it was interesting to like hear their perspective and right. how what they're looking for and how they identify it. So I was taking the opportunity to learn from them. Um, whereas, you know, initially I was like, okay, I'm scared to get away from me, but I'm like, no, 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 let me figure this out. Cause I have to know this right. as an investigator. So yes, I've been able to be around all of these people and just kind of learn from each of them. Now, do you find it, this is going to be a really strange question, but do you find it difficult to believe in some of the things they believe in? even though you're in the paranormal world, you know, because sometimes, especially cryptid people, and I, I'm not going to point oh, you, yeah. I mean, it only because it's hard to go, okay, you mean the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, fairies, you know, you're looking at a whole gamut. Yes. yes. You know? Yeah. Do I find it, you know what? Yes, but I smile because I don't take it, Okay, here's a good example. This one's kind of funny. So I went to Lilydale and I have a friend who said, there's fairies there, Lilydale. Absolutely. I've seen them. You know, and I said, cool. But see, I'm always open-minded because look at me, I talk to spirits. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the fairy trail. And I was like, <laughs> you're looking. So I texted her and I was like, so I don't see any fairies. So all of you are lying. Like just as a joke, I was like, they don't exist. But it was me being funny about it where I wasn't like, this is stupid. No, I was like, you guys, they don't exist. I was like, I've been waiting for one to come and talk to me, you know? Right. And so do I believe in them? Actually, I do. But I'm also one of those people where it's like, okay, I want to see it. Where's where are the fairies? Come and talk to me. Right. UFOs, I definitely believe in UFOs. Cryptids, I understand what you're saying because there are some where I'm like, well, we haven't seen Nessie and like I don't know since that photo was taken. Did someone prove it to me? So I'm I'm kind of in the middle with that. I'm very open minded though. Right. And and that's just to me, it's like cryptids. You know, I I'm a TDH his own. Maybe you have seen. Maybe you have not. You know. And I have this, I also have an, I have theories, I'm telling you, but Bigfoot, I'm thinking if he's, if he exists, he is the smartest creature that ever lived because it doesn't want to be found and does not want to interact with men. At all. At but all. yet, it keeps leaving proof it's there. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm there. Trust yeah. me. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm intelligent enough not to deal with you. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> watch I, evolution. Not absolutely. going there. I always have a theory about it's just a little theory about Bigfoot. I definitely think he exists, but I always thought maybe it was a gorilla, some some type. That's just what I always I was like. I think it might be a gorilla or a monkey that's either deformed or overgrown. And you know, I'm like trying to make it make sense, but <laughs> look at well, that. they actually, aka catch one and interview it. How are you gonna know? See, yeah. 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 How are you going to know? I That actually goes into my whole list of when I die, I'm going to ask Jesus about. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, so. hey, 
wasn't sure if I should get on board with this or not. Was it a yay or a nay? Yeah. <laughs> I would feel like get a lot of winks and you're going back to find out type of thing. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh God, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, so. So how do people find you, Miss Tawny? How do they find you? Oh, yeah. So TikTok is my favorite because my TikTok page is public. So go on TikTok. Um, I make all types of videos. So I go, I have funny, like silly paranormal videos. I also have um, a lot of horror, like horror movies that are real. Because there are a lot of horror movies a lot of people don't know that actually are based on true stories. Um, mm -hmm. So I kind of talk about that. I have... Um, like I, I, the most recent I posted yesterday was Haunted Disneyland, which I can only, I needed to do that in like four parts. Cause oh my God, <laughs> I was doing my research. I was like, um, so that's video number one about Disneyland. So all types of paranormal stuff. So you can find me um, at intuitive Tawny on TikTok and also on Instagram at intuitive Tawny. Um, and then my website is intuitivetawny.com. I love it. I thank you so much, Tawny, for coming in. I appreciate you. This has been just an amazing hour. You know, yeah, it was great. Amazing. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Look at now, you get a whole day ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. No, time it worked out. Um, because I work from home, so oh, yeah, perfect timing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, and hopefully, do I get to see you soon in Tampa? I would love to go to Tampa, but I don't know if I can come. <laughs> I'll explain later. <laughs> That's okay. I'll be there, and I will send you hugs and kisses from Tampa. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get everybody to go. It's like, come on, let's go, let's go. I want to. There's just one little thing. That's why I was like, I'll tell you later. There's one little thing. Where I'm like, Ugh, but I want to go. I'm like, oh, I want to go there. Oh, it's okay. There'll be more if you can't. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful, hon. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing this hour with me. You have a blessed, beautiful day, and everybody watching, please check out Tawny because she's got so much knowledge. So much Thank knowledge. You. This is Jet Renee. I'll be back in a few moments with your weekly reading here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Ellie Weisensell, psychic medium, is a medical intuitive that specializes as a body code practitioner. As an energy healer, Ellie offers additional services that allow her modalities to be intertwined with energetic healing. Within your subconscious lies information that knows everything about you and why you deal with specific conditions. The subconscious can be considered the blueprint to your entire body. With Ellie working physically with your subconscious mind, we detect what negative emotions are trapped and where they are stored within the body that is causing you your emotional and physical pain. This work is designed to remove imbalances and correct them energetically, getting to the root cause of why you have your condition to help balance your body so it may heal itself. Your body is infinitely wise and wants to be in balance. The body code is not only gentle for humans, but it is also a gentle process to help animals. For more information, contact Ellie Weisensell at the website below. Welcome back to School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Yes, my grandson call is joining me. Mommy. You want to call mommy? Yes, mommy. Okay, let's call mommy. We're going to help him call his mommy on his tablet really quick. 
So, but mommy's in the house. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just he wants to. He is learning how to call. So let's. I call mommy. He's gonna call mommy, guys. So let's see how we do this. Okay. Oh, that's. There you go. There you go. Go call mommy. <laughs> Tell. Call mommy. Everybody. <clears throat> well, everybody, let's do this weekly reading. And kind of see where we're going and what we're doing with things. Aren't three-year-olds cute? They're adorable. He's he's calling his mom. We, this is a great big house we live in. And uh, he's able to call from room to room. So um, let's do this weekly reading. As we know, I do call this five cards dog. Why? Because we have lots of fun with it. You can pick card number one, card number two, all the cards, none of the cards. Whatever you'd like to do, this is your reading. So, and this is really what you're going to deal with for the next week. So if you pick a card number one, it is cleansing. It is the rain card. What this is, is really about letting things cleanse you, letting things just kind of come in, heal some stuff, sweep some stuff out, and start to break in new. Now, everybody hates storms, don't they? Like, oh my God, the rain's here, the storm's here, blah, blah, blah. But when you have a storm, you turn around and you have rainbows, don't we? We can't have a rainbow without a storm which means you have to go through the thick of it. You have to go through the ugly in order to get to that. And then you find out that rain was very cleansing and probably needed for soil and crops and all that type of stuff. So this is telling me that, guys, you're going to be going through some stuff if you pick number one. But trust me, at the end of the week, you're going to be blessed because you did go through it. Number two is that relationship card. It's all about growth. It's all about growth. So that's not just growth with other relationships, but growth within yourself also, okay? Um, so if you picked card number two, you're, that's what you're working on. You're looking at that. You're looking at everything within yourself and, and relationship with yourself and relationship with other people and working on those types of things. Card number three. Card number three. Oh, he can't get up, guys. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm trying to hide his bits. Get down. You're going to show everybody your butt. So feminine energy. Feminine energy is really working with those emotions, guys. You know what? And I'm not going to say men don't have emotions because, no, trust me, men have emotions. I'm trying to hide him. <laughs> Dawson, you can't be up here with dog nakedness. Um, so working with call those emotions. Mommy. Okay, go call mommy out there. Go call mommy in the bedroom. Hold on, guys. Let's get you down. The world cannot see your tushies. I think it's illegal. Okay. Go take your phone. Go call. Mommy will help you call her. Go to mommy. Have mommy help you call her. Okay? So, but you're you're working with the emotions, guys. You're working with the emotions and things of that nature. So, this is not always going to be easy. Card number four is the guide. Guys. You're not alone through this. This might be difficult. What you're going through in life might be difficult. But trust me, you're not alone. This is all happening for a reason. But trust me when I tell you, you have got an angel, a guide, a loved one on the other side. I'll be working through this. You're not by yourself, okay? I don't exactly. I, I'm feeling as if, you know, I feel like this week people must be going through a lot of healing, a lot of whatever. But that's what this card's about. Trust that everything's happening for a reason. Trust that you're not alone. And trust that you've got somebody on the other side that you can reach out and say, hey, can you please help with us? And come, card number five is now, the present. Now, whatever it is in your mind, whatever your question is, the time is right now. And that's what it is, okay? It's about being present. It's time to live. It's time to explore. It's time to heal. Whatever the gamut is in your life, it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen right now. So be present with it. 
<clears throat> and just kind of work with that energy, okay? Card number one was the rain, the rain, that cleansing. You know, going through these, some things that are kind of harsh, some things that kind of hurt, but know that you're going to have rainbows and beauty after the fact. Number two is that relationship card. Guys, it's relationships with other people, relationships with yourself. It's all about relationships. Three is working with that feminine energy, working with your emotions. Card number four is the guide cards, which is knowing that you're not alone. There's other ones on the other side. You can always ask for help. And number three is the now because this is supposed to be happening. It's time for you to be in a present moment. Take time to pay attention and explore those things. Now, I did grab another deck just for a card to bring it all together. And with that card, we are using the newer deck. Remember, I brought them out last week, the Halloween Oracle deck. You know what? Why not? It's not Halloween anymore. We're kind of past that season. But you know what? I love the deck because it's it really is just gorgeous. Um, they put a lot of energy into these cards, and I just think it's so awesome. So I'm going to probably be doing these through Christmas, through the new year, here and there, bringing them out because they're just fun. Okay? So let's do a card that is going to pull all those other ones together. Um, kind of an extra bonus card for everybody. And that is, oh, oh, I love this. The werewolf card. Exploring the wildness. Exploring the wildness. Now, when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking wildness of life. Like, oh my God, all that crazy stuff we never want to explore. And I think that's what this is about. I mean, if you think about what it's a werewolf, it is really that inner demon that inner stuff that comes out once once a month in the moonlight or three times a month, whatever it is. And it's all that stuff you don't really want to look at, that stuff you don't want to explore. And that's what this card's about. Okay? So take your time. Go deep. Explore. Wow. Look at that with the cards I've talked about today. Isn't that kind of wild and freaky if you think about that? So with that being said, with that being said, I need my phone because I need to talk to you guys about the lineup, about the lineup. We got so many things going on, so many new shows, old shows, whatever. So let's talk with about the shows for the week. So we always start Monday mornings with myself, School Through Spirit with, at 9 a.m. We do go for two hours, which I love, I love, I love. Monday after me is Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones at one or noon. He's talking about all those cryptics, guys, all those cryptics. Tonight, 8 p.m. is Be the Change with Christina Bloom. And she follows up another show after that with The Paranormal Room, which is Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson. All about those ghost stories, guys. And that's at 9. Now, Tuesdays, we go exploring the paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. Unfiltered with Diet Renee at 6 p.m. where I do readings. I just do readings, guys. One card readings, one question readings. Come on in at 6, bring your readings and bring your questions. At at 7 p.m. is Moment to Moment with Linda Hope. And after her at 10 p.m. is Paranormal Pete with Pete Urbea. Now, just so you know, that is a couple hours. We got room for another show, guys. Now, Wednesdays, we do self-care. What's Paranormal got to do with it? That's with Deidre um, Sanford at 10 a.m. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. CM Beyond with Kelly Ockhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 8 at 6 p.m. And Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. All amazing shows. Thursdays, we do start with Chat with Charlie, and that's Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. Oh, this is a new one, guys. The Tyson's Gift podcast with Brandon Wainwright is at 6 p.m. Realm of Darkness with Renny Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno's at 7 p.m. And the Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is at 8 p.m. And Friday, we go on to uh, 3 p.m. is a Psychic Hour reading show, and that's with Kelly Brickle. New Bridge Radio with Kevin Mackey's on at 7 p.m. He is back, guys. He's back for the winter. So if every guy's loved him, he used to be on Tuesdays. Now he's on Fridays. 
And then at 10 p.m., we have Haunted Voices with Nicole Strickland and Todd Bates. And everybody, if you really want to know more about Todd Bates, he wrote a book. He wrote a book, and you can currently get it in cover, soft, or hardback, or just click that button and get it sent to your phone. But it is Haunted Voices. So I do encourage everybody to go out and get that book. Um, everybody, I, I don't have a whole lot to, left to say this morning, so I'm going to bless you. Oh, I did want to let you know who's on next week. I do have, oh my God, Miss Maria Verdishi is on next week. You're going to love Maria. She is a, a medium. Um, she's doing so much. She teaches. She's a medium. She works with Thomas John. Um, so many, so many, so many incredible things this lady does. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to bid you farewell and, uh, send you with hugs and kisses and I'll see you tomorrow night and or next week here with Dan Renance go through spirit with WLTKDB.com. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.